So, I'm going to try to give a pretty high-level uh, overview of the new features. And um, just feel free to interrupt me if you want to see something more closely or you want to ask a question. Just like, don't hesitate to just like cut me off and just start talking. And um, I'd be stoked to show you more and answer more questions. Um, so right now, uh, one disclaimer about this is that we're looking at our staging data and testing data. This is um, on a staging server. So like, uh, you know, some of these names of these organizations are pretty funny because they're meant to be, you know, specifically test organizations and circles and stuff. So just keep that in mind. Um, and some weird little behaviors are also due to being on staging. So um, there's two main new features that we're introducing, and we, um, we've we been working on one of them for quite a while, uh, vaults, and then the other one um, is uh, we've been working on for a couple of maybe three or four months and have kind of learned from our own experience and from other DAOs' experiences that it's a pretty key feature, and it's, it's called fixed payments. So I'll start there. So we've got uh, vaults and fixed payments that we're introducing. And fixed payments are um, essentially like meant to be recurring uh, constant payments like a salary or um, UBI or something like that. It's something that we have uh, experienced uh, the need for. And so we're basically seeing lots of DAOs experience the need for this. And, and it's a very common sort of pattern that works in DAOs. Um, so we're, we're basically creating it here and including it in the features. Um, so... What we see here is my overview page where I can see all the circles I'm in or um, all the orgs I'm in and the circles I'm in or not in. So um, if we look here, we see there's a couple circles here I'm an admin for and I'm in and then in this ended epoch with gifts for claims org, I have a circle I'm in, a circle I'm not in. And then over here in the um, side menu, it's kind of a similar uh, hierarchy of what you can get into. As you'll notice now, we have vaults here, which we'll get into in just a minute. And I'm going to go to the circle we're going to work with, which is called Tools in the Org Ended Epoch with GIFs for Fixed Payment Testing. <laughs> That's a ridiculous org name, but helpful when we're trying to organize our tests. So we go here and we're, we end up landing on the um, circle overview page. So we can see basically my epoch history that I participated in, and I'm an admin in this one, so I have the ability to work, create new epochs here. And um, then I can also go into existing epochs, uh, which there isn't one going right now, so I can't really do the allocate part of that. Um, map, vouching, etc. right? All the circle stuff. And this is a little bit not intuitive to me. We're going to like change this in the not too distant future. But if you want to go back to the epoch page of this circle overview, you just go to click on the name of the circle you're in. You could do it here too. But if you want to click here, you'll get back to that view. So um, with fixed payments, you uh, we've got we're, we're shipping the MVP and we have kind of recognized the desire to make the UI even more friendly and flowing than it currently is, but we're ready to release it. We want to support this, so we're going for it right now. But if we want to see where they are, um, we basically go to the admin section and go into settings. And under settings, we have the ability to select the fixed payments we want to um, set, the token we want to use, 
or one to set. And so this, there's two fields you'll notice. One says fixed payments fault, and one says token name for CSV export. So we realize not everyone will use vaults immediately, and a lot of DAOs will continue to use the CSV export until they're ready to use vault, which hopefully will be quick. Um, and we want to support the ability to reflect and kind of track fixed payments in your CSVs that you export from Coordinate. So this field, token name for CSV, allows you to put in your token name and it's going to show up on the CSV. So like if we were bankless, we would put bank in here if that's what we wanted to use for fixed payments. And if we go back to the epoch viewer or um, overview screen, we can look at a completed epoch, which still needs to be distributed um, from the vaults. We'll get more into that in a minute, but um, you can see here that we have fixed payments reflected on the distribution screen. Now, because we're just uh, using the export CSV function to reflect fixed payments, we don't actually have like the fixed payments ready to distribute here because we're not actually doing a distribution through the vaults. But when you export the CSV, you should be able to see um, your fixed payments amounts here. You can see the settings that we've already set for each person with the token name on it, like bank in this case. So if we go back, again, don't hesitate to interrupt me and ask questions. If we go back to the settings again, Let's say we want to actually use um, a vault and actually pay, pay out tokens. So I'm going to set Yearndai, which is, um, I'll get more into this in a minute, but it's a vault that is one where I've deposited DAI uh, to pay people from um, out of circles. And in the background, the vault is doing something awesome, which is investing that DAI into Yearn vaults behind the scenes and basically slowly earning yield. So it's a way that, you know, the organization and also its members will be able to earn additional yield while their funds are tied up in, um, in the system for paying people. So I select Yearn DAI, and you'll notice that um, immediately DAI is reflected as the currency or the token we're using. And I can no longer edit the name for CSV export because since I'm paying out of a vault, it knows you need to use your die as the uh, the payment uh, token selection. So I'm going to save that in my settings. And if we go back to the Epoch Explorer, the, the view of Epochs, and we look at the same um, Epoch that distribution page that uh, we looked at a second ago, now we can see that I have the ability to make a distribution for fixed payments. So um, since I selected your die, I could submit this and all these fixed payments which are set for these people are gonna pay out. So where do you set those for people? Back in the admin settings. So again, I really am stoked to kind of make this flow a little more intuitive than having to kind of like go back and forth. But we'll say too that normally you're gonna set fixed payments just kind of once or once in a while. So uh, you don't have to do this like every epoch. You'll basically just get them set and hopefully let them run as long as it works for everyone, you're good to go. So uh, when you're ready to set up fixed payment for somebody, you go to their uh, uh, place in the member page um, under admin settings, you edit them, and then you set their fixed payment amount. So this is just where you set the amount. Um, 
because as we saw before, the actual token that you're gonna be using for that amount is set in the fixed payments area. So that's generally fixed payments. If you go back here, we'll see, we review this distribution. We'll see a fixed payments enabled. And um, Crystal, who did not receive give for some reason, um, now shows up on this distribution table because Crystal is going to be included because I just set her up to be paid 6,500 die. So that's kind of the gist. Um, and um, from this screen, you can't edit the vault. You have to edit that in settings. So what does it look like if I change that? Um, let's go do that real quick, actually. Go here. I'm going to switch over to Yearn USDC, which is the same vault that I'm going to be paying the circle out of. Um, and so I save that. I go over to my distribution again. And now it's interesting. Whatever I'm going to put in the gift circle to pay out is going to be combined with the fixed payments because I'm using the same vault and the same token. And the, the nice thing there is I'm only going to do one transaction for that, uh, for those two different uh, situations that I'm paying out for. So that's the gist of fixed payments. And now if we back up and kind of rewind a little bit and talk about vaults a little more on their own, that might help clear up some questions that may be coming up. Um, so I'm going to select the organization that I'm working with. Obviously, I'm a super DAO admin person. I'm in tons of orgs. Great. And this is the one we were working with, with the circle tools inside this org. <coughs> So um, I got here just to review with this link here. We've got the two main top level views like overview, all circles, and then you go into the vaults area, right? And then when I'm in the vaults area, I selected the org that I want to work within. So I have two vaults that I've created previously, the urine USDC co-vault and the urine die co-vault. And if I want to create other vaults, <coughs> I go to create vault here and then I'll select um, the token or add a token that I want to use. Let's say I want to use our uh, DAO's token specifically. I just enter the address here and the token address is validated. That's the real address. And then I create the vault. And I'll just go through a transaction, of course, to pay the gas to interact with contracts. And then my vault will show up here. An important detail is that uh, at launch, we are only allowing one vault in an org per token. So I can only do one urine USDC vault in my org here. And no one else can do it. Also, if there's multiple admins, we can't create multiple of these type of vaults. For now, it's just one. You can also do regular USDC without the urine behind it um, by you know creating it here. And I would be allowed to do that. If I try to create this one, it won't, it shouldn't work. Well, this is uh, staging, so sorry. There is something that's not updated. <laughs> anyway, it won't work <laughs> on, on our actual production instance. Um, and uh, that's, that's only gonna be temporary though. It's kind of uh, just for the purposes of keeping things simple in various ways. Um, but shortly after, we'll be allowing folks to basically have one of each token type of vault per admin instead of per org. So you'll be able to have a little bit more flexibility in the future. So at any rate, once I've created my vault, it shows up here and I can go ahead and do deposits um, through the deposit modal. 
I'm going to back up for a second and show one more thing about the create vault. So I've mentioned a couple of times now that you can have like urine behind your vaults where you, um, when you uh, deposit the underlying stablecoin, it then contracts, our contracts in the background will go deposit it into urine vaults on your behalf and you'll start earning yield. So to do that, you basically select it from this lower half of the create vault area. And that's automatically going to be urine. And if you just want to do regular die and not mess with urine uh, in the background, you just do it up here. Same for USDC. And then, like I said, you can also add any other token here, which will not be a urine vault, right? Just a straight up vault, a holding place where things will be distributed from. Um, and then uh, I mentioned you can do deposits here. You can do withdrawals if you want to, which we expect to be pretty rare. But um, this is an important thing to know about because the admin who owns the vault is the only um, allowed party to do withdrawals. Oh, great, because all I did was say that again a few more times. So <laughs> I actually didn't miss anything. I was just saying that um, the contracts actually have some features that are not deployed and utilized by our front end app and UI right now. Um, we're going to deploy them and you know expand them over time. Um, but the feature of only the owner can withdraw is going to continue to be a permanent feature. It's on the contracts. So moving back over to the circle that we need to do some distributions for, these are epochs that have finished and are waiting to be paid out. So if I go um, into it, um, this first one this is a different one than we were looking at, but it has a really similar situation going on. Um, you can see that I have a gift circle, which is capable of paying out from either this vault or this vault. And if I uh, select the die, it's a different vault from the fixed payments. So we'll have to do two transactions. Um, so let's go ahead and do that. Um, looks like I have 10 million die in the vault waiting to be utilized. And for this month, we're going to say 50,000 gets distributed. And so I can see that the breakdown here for everyone who got give, wow, QA test user, really a high performer, getting a lot of die this month. <laughs> Low fixed payments, but a lot of circle rewards. <laughs> so I can do that distribution. Start it. Send the transaction. That was an old. That little warning was from a previous transaction where I was getting ready for this, so you can ignore that one. Looks like it's done. Actually, that's true. What's that? Actually, that's true. I watched Pod Never Boil. <laughs> In this case, we got boiling water and the transaction is done. So that's great. <laughs> so once it's done, you can see um, the transaction on Etherscan. So you could go look at that and catch the details and look at the, the vaults uh, interactions, contracts interactions with urine vaults and stuff. In this case, this is Gorily. This is like a mock urine vault that we use. So that's not the real one, but you get the idea. And, um, and then afterwards, um, you can see that fixed payments is already set because of those amounts that we set up for each user in our settings. 
And so when I do this distribution, it'll pay those out. I'm not going to step through that transaction just because we don't need to sit and wait for transactions to finish here. But that's pretty much the idea. And now you can see, like, I'm a part of this circle. I, I think I am actually QA tester here. So no wonder I chose to pay out so much for the circle. That's awesome. I'm getting a big payday. And you can see that this claim allocations button popped up. Apologies, by the way, for my profile pick not working. It's just because we're on staging and we're not hitting the same, same location for those. But you can see that I now have a claim allocations button popping up. So I go here. I've got a new allocation um, or a new distribution that I can get paid. It's my urine die. So if I had already done the other distribution for the fixed payments, I'd have two of them here, one for the urine USDC and one for the urine die. Um, even though it says urine die here, uh, when I claim it, uh, it's going to get translated and you know transferred back to regular die before it goes into my wallet. One reason why we say urine die here is because um, even now, even though it's been removed from the vault contract and moved into the distribution contract, which is the holding place for claims, um, it's still actually in the urine vault. So I'm actually still earning yield. And what's great about this is I could just leave it in here for a few months if I wanted to and keep on growing more money in the meantime. Of course, lately, because of the market and everything, the yields are pretty low. But, you know, hopefully someday those yields will become more significant again. And you can just let your earnings, if you don't need them right now, you can just let them keep on getting bigger, which is awesome. So um, after you've claimed them, they're going to show up in your history. You'll get the circle and um, the org that you claim from with links to the Etherscan um, transaction history. So you can go look at those anytime you want and uh, see your history there. Um, we use uh, Merkle Tree for uh, doing these claims. And if anybody kind of already knows about Merkle Trees, it's a really awesome uh, way to enable tons of data to be Im embedded in, in one kind of data tree root in a way that's like low cost for everyone interacting with that data. Um, I've been through those a lot to learn what they are and they're very complicated to try to explain. But anyway, just so you know, we're using Merkle tree here. So when you go to make your claim, we <coughs> provide the, the, the tree data for your node that you need to actually make the claim. And, um, and then you sign it with your wallet to be able to actually make that claim and get the funds. So that's pretty much the gist of vaults and how they work. And um, one other thing I guess is that this is what vaults will look like in an org when you aren't the owner of the vault. Everyone can see that there's money in the vaults and the history of the transactions that have happened recently. Um, you can go look at all the transactions. You can look at them on the Etherscan. So there's also an awesome, you know, side small benefit. Hopefully it's not that small that everyone can see what's going on here and everyone gets to see with more confidence about what you're doing, that there's money in the bank and you're going to get paid. Um, I guess one thing that I want to mention too is that like I, I was talking with uh, Sage at Coindesk the other day about these and he was asking like, what's your favorite thing about the vaults? Like they earn yield, um, they, you know, they have, they let people see what's going on. And 
a couple of other benefits, but what stands out to me as it seems kind of small, I think to a lot of people, but being someone who does a lot of kind of like day-to-day -day admin in our um, organization, um, what stands out to me is that it's gonna make paying out for a cycle really smooth and easy. Because, you know, right now, everyone not using vaults takes out the CSV, which is, you know, just this spreadsheet of the distribution information, and then takes that over to Utopia or Parcel or like manually does a disperse.app transaction and has to do like anywhere from, you know, 15 or 20 minutes minimum to like maybe an hour or two to handle it, maybe longer if you're trying to organize people in a multi-sig to make um, signatures for it to go through. And uh, imagine if instead all you do is go to your uh, ended epoch and then just boom make the distribution, you know, check it over and just make sure it looks good and then do it. It's time savings, it's like easy, <laughs> it's awesome. And then at the end you can export the CSV still so you can like save that somewhere in your like DAO records of like what we paid out and who we paid out. And so to me, that's a really big advantage. It's just like making life easier and it's gonna make things more smooth. One other thing that's interesting too, I guess the last thing I think I'll mention is that you know, ultimately these these live on chain and you can interact with them, of course, outside of our app. And so it's also interesting to think about how these might be used in other ways or piggybacked um, into other systems and whatnot. And, you know, I'm super curious, like how these will hopefully develop and become a pretty significant on-chain primitive for other folks to use. So that's it. Any questions or comments or things that stand out to anyone that you'd like to highlight? One thing, Spider, I don't think we talked through was the ability to um, fund a vault from a different address because most, oh, of yeah. our, most of our users are coming in and using their address with, um, within Coordinate. And being able that's to fund a good point. Gnosis is important. Yeah, that's a great point. I'm, um, I'm not set up right now to actually step through it, but I'll show you how to get to it, which is when you have a vault and to Reese's bring up a good point, like most people are not going to be funding these vaults directly from their um, wallet that they're logged in from. And so there's a couple things to think about there, right? But one of the answers is that when you can go to the deposit modal and then you can click use a different wallet because primary wallets when I'm logged in. If I click use a different wallet, it's going to bring up Wallet Connect. And basically I can go from there and use a variety of different wallets to complete the transaction, maybe from a Gnosis safe or a hardware wallet or other means. And um, that way, you know, you can kind of keep your security, your OPSEC like looking good. And um, we have plans to have even greater Gnosis support um, because we want to basically consider how Gnosis safe could control um, the most important interactions here, like deposit, withdrawal, and distribution. So we have even greater support for Gnosis coming, um, but today at launch, that's the way to do it. You basically fund from a second wallet and uh, do it that way. Did I miss anything else, Reese, that you can think of or anyone else on the team can think of? 
No, I think you think you got everything that I was thinking of. The other thing that I think is worth pointing out is that when we set fixed payments right now, um, they are applicable to every epoch that that user has been in. Um, and so we just want to ensure that whenever we're uh, allocating for things that happened in the past that we're making sure to update those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, correct. Yeah, we, <laughs> we've got like so many things that we are excited to add and improve and change about the features, like the claims, for example, it's pretty awesome to um, have the ability to claim when you want. So one of the best benefits I mentioned earlier is that you can just continue to earn yield and not take the funds out if you don't need to. And that's great. It's just automatically happening or if you're busy, whatever. So that's really cool. And for some people that may have some interesting um, kind of freedom and implications on like how you kind of manage your income as far as uh, bookkeeping and whatnot and having a flexibility to claim income at the time that you want is really cool. Um, but also uh, the contracts have the ability to do a, a similar type of distribution to disperse.app. And so, you know, we're going to be exploring when to implement that as an alternate way to do things, uh, depending on your circle sizes and like methodologies, like it may be more advantageous to do a disperse.app style, which if you're not familiar, that would be um, doing the distribution, sending the funds, the tokens, and they just go all the way to the wallet instead of a person uh, doing the extra step of claiming. Um, and for some, that'll be preferable. Obviously, there'll be no additional gas paid by the users at all in that case. Um, but it's kind of interesting. There's a lot of different scenarios to calculate where gas changes a lot depending on which of these methods you use. Um, for the launch of, of MVP here, uh, claim style is the clear winner for the best way to do it. Um, but like I said, we've got all these awesome features and plans that we are excited to keep on building, introducing as we go. So big day for us. Um, we've been working hard on this for quite a while. <laughs> We're all just like ready to celebrate and have a drink together and get this, uh, get this live for everyone. And I'm really excited to introduce it to all of you. So thanks a lot for listening in and um, being here with us today for this exciting day and super excited that we were able to pull it all together and have this call on the same day as launch. So, hell yeah. Thanks a lot, everyone. Keep an eye out to the, uh, to the UI and you will soon see these changes coming across. Congrats, guys. Uh, nice, nice work on this. I just have some, some questions. Uh, do you see support for Polygon? Excellent question. Um, L2 support is like basically one of the top priorities um, uh, going forward. Uh, so we're launching on mainnet today and um, we actually have a couple different L2s that we're considering and talking with and we're also researching like, okay, of coordinate DAOs, who uses which L2s the most? Um, and all those factors will go in. I think Poly is a top contender for being the first um, L2 we support, but uh, we don't have a specific plan yet and we don't have specific timing yet, but it is top priority to consider 
um, expanding to L2s, like pretty short order. Nice, thank you. And my second question will be, I'm interested in the fixed payment. As for uh, me, it would be helpful as we are in bankless, are, have, are having also people that are usually paid on a monthly basis. So it will be nice to include also that salary in the coordinate. So all the funds can be distributed uh, at once. And also we are doing at the moment via parcel integration. Is that still doable or not? Yeah, it'll remain uh, functional. Um, the parcel integration, uh, they mean there, there may be some tweaks that will need to be made over the next week or two uh, because we have changed the way the CSV data is exported slightly. Um, so Parcel, um, we'll, we'll be in touch with them to make sure that they're following along, but they may need to update their integration a little bit. But all of the existing stuff, the way that CSVs and um, current current functionality of the product works will continue to be fully supported and expanded, in fact. Um, so you can continue to use Parcel um, integration um, and then if you end up switching to vaults, then of course uh, the payments will come directly from the vaults rather than from uh, parcel payment. Yeah. Nice, nice. Thank you so much. Yeah, and also on Bankless, just to think about Bankless for a second, like I mentioned, um, when you all get started with this, uh, we talked quite a bit with Humpty recently about getting started with this. So we're going to do a call with Bankless people pretty soon, I believe, directly. And um, one thing important to consider is that since there can only be one vault with a single of a token type in the org, um, you know, I know that Bankless has like lots of admins and lots of circles. So we'll need to like think about the right way for that to be structured. And also, honestly, probably it's going to be very quick within like, I'd say within a few weeks or something that we're going to enable each admin to have a single vault of each token type. So that should also help Bankless at that point. But I just say that because at the very beginning, when Bankless is getting started, we want to make sure that we set it up in the most flexible way with you possible. Nice. Thank you so much. Yeah, Humpty, I already mentioned that will be a call AMA, something in those uh, regards, and uh, we will be eager to <laughs> to have you. Have you awesome. on the call. Well, I definitely look forward to working more directly with you on that soon. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for the great questions. Cool. So I think maybe we're about wrapped up here. Um, any other last questions, comments, or anything else anyone wants to uh, bring up? Sweet. <clears throat> Spider, thank you very much. Um, team, thank you guys very much for put into this we're super excited to see this um, if you guys are watching this um, later and you have questions or you have any uh, experiences or notice things that you think we ought to add or fix let us know in the discord and we will be quick to uh, to get to them and see if we can get those worked into the product
Yeah, we're pretty responsive in our Discord and really happy to have you around and uh, engaged and happy to support you. Um, you know, for uh, the folks that are going to listen to this later, I just want to make one more shout out to the whole Coordinate team. Um, this team is a dream team to work with and people on this team are awesome and they're doing such great work to like make products like this. I'm just so happy to be working with this whole team. So I just want to be shouting out the team and, and thanking them and want folks out there who listen to this later to, to know that these people are so awesome. <laughs> so thanks a lot. Sweet. All right. See you guys. Thank you for coming. Thank you for your time. Um, and thank you for using coordinate.